Hello and welcome to the Think MHK podcast presented by the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce. On this podcast, you will hear about a variety of local matters pertaining to the business community. You also hear from local business owners to hear their story and gain valuable business insights. Thanks for tuning in today. My co-host for today's segment is a new co-host. We have Amber Wilhelm. Amber, how are you today? I'm doing great, Jason. Thanks for having us. Amber is our Talent Strategies Coordinator and also manages our Young Professionals Program, which is called HYPE. And she's in here because we have the chairman of our HYPE committee, Stephanie Pierce. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Jason. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. So talk a little bit about your history in Manhattan and how you ended up working at uh, Kansas State University with the Innovation Partners. Yeah, so I have been in Manhattan since 2004 when I attended Kansas State University and just couldn't leave, got stuck here. Uh, During my senior year at K-State, I started working for Anderson Knight Architects and had the opportunity to get involved in Manhattan community and really just fell in love with it. Since my background was in business, I always had that entrepreneurial spirit. So from Anderson Knight, I started Purple Swirl Frozen Yogurt and had the opportunity to run that for a while when something came up at Kansas State uh, to work in the Office of Vice President for Research. And from there, I learned what Kansas State Innovation Partners is and really found a passion in economic development. And of course, you're one of our key partners, and we've worked a lot together on projects. But I will say, you didn't get stuck in Manhattan. You chose to live in... I chose to live in Manhattan because (laughs) it became my family. There you go. Okay. So for those who are unfamiliar with Innovation Partners... Uh, what is the organization and what what is its role at Kansas State and in Manhattan? K-State Innovation Partners serves three main functions on behalf of the university. Those include technology commercialization, corporate engagement, and economic development. And then through a partnership called Knowledge-Based Economic Development, or KBED, we're able to work collaboratively with community to attract companies by leveraging the assets at the university, things like talent, research, and professional development opportunities. And of course, we had Rebecca on earlier this season, and she talked about Uh, the Scorpion Project, which was obviously a big project that we all worked on. But there's a lot of other projects that over the last several months that our organization, particularly the Economic Development Group and your organization have worked on together. So obviously one of our major partners in economic development, and we appreciate all the things that you all have done to help us. It's a lot of fun to work in economic development these days. It is, and and we have uh, had a chance to do a lot uh, recently, so that's good. So you're here today, though, to talk about hype. And so tell me a little bit about what hype is. So HYPE is Manhattan's Young Professionals Organization. Um, Our mission is to connect, engage, and develop young professionals to encourage a more vibrant, diverse, and desirable Manhattan. Young Professionals began in Manhattan at the Chamber several years ago. About three years ago, uh, we had a group that came together and decided they wanted to reimagine what that might look like. And um, at the time, Blaine Magus was the one who spearheaded that. But we had a group of about 12 people. And uh, rebranded that hype a couple years ago, unfortunately, in February of 2020. And we all know what happened in March of 2020. And so it's been about a year that we've been back at it. Um, And so Amber has been with the group since we've relaunched. So Amber, tell me a little bit about what are the primary activities of HYPE. Yes. So as uh, Stephanie mentioned, HYPE really works to provide both personal and professional opportunities for young people in the Manhattan area. And we do that in line with the goals and philosophies of the Manhattan Chamber. 
So HYPE has five pillars or areas of focus, and we really work to meet the diverse range of needs of those in the Manhattan area. We have both a team of volunteers and are supported by our generous investors in the Manhattan area to help our program to be successful. So some of our uh, monthly events, we have three monthly events. We have group lunch, which occurs the first Tuesday of every month. We also have lattes with leadership, which occurs the third Tuesday of every month. Or we have our Hooray Thursday, which is our social event, our happy hour event, and that occurs the last Thursday of every month. So, Stephanie, following up on that a little bit, talk about how each of those events happens and if somebody's interested in participating, how they would go about participating in one of those events. So we have a a website, uh, hypemhk.com. And you can go there. We have our, our listing of events on there. Um, you can sign up to be a member to receive information about all of our upcoming events. Um, outlines, you know, our different speakers for lattes, where Hooray Thursdays are at, and then also has those registration links so you can get signed up to attend. And, of course, you can sign up to become a Hype member um, and be added to our newsletter. So let's talk about lattes with leaders. Describe what kind of people you'll have speaking at that and and where that is every month. Yeah, so we have local leaders within the Manhattan community coming to present to our young professionals leadership tips that they have learned throughout their successful careers. So we recently hosted Dr. David Rosalski, which is the vice president of research at K-State. And we have learned a lot from him, but we have learned a lot from all of our leaders that have presented to our young professionals. So people who've been involved in leadership in Manhattan for a number of years, and and those have been well attended. That's one of our you know, a very popular morning event. Come grab some coffee, learn about leadership, talk to each other. It's a, It's been very popular. And then the group lunches, is that where everyone gets together and have lunch or is that, how, how does how does that work? Yes, group lunch is a small group of young professionals, typically three to five young professionals that will meet and gather again the first Tuesday of every month at noon at a local chamber member restaurant. And there's no agenda at those group lunches. You just chat with other young professionals, but it's really a great way for young people to enter into the HYPE program if they've uh, never attended an event before. And do you assign people to go to lunch with certain people or how, how does that work? Yes. So we gather names throughout the month of different young professionals that would like to attend. And based upon um, maybe their areas of industry that they're working in and uh, different leadership opportunities, I connect them and assign those group lunches accordingly. And do you go with the same people every month or do you switch them up or how does that work? I try to switch them up just, again, based off of uh, their different interests and make sure that they can make meaningful connections in the Manhattan area. And then, Stephanie, the Hooray Thursdays, those seem to be pretty popular. I know at one point we had tacos and trivia, I think, that had 100 people with people still on a waiting list. Yeah, sold out with a waiting list. So that's been very exciting. Um, That's our after hours event. Uh, Most of the Hooray Thursdays are just, you know, get together at a local restaurant, um, time to talk and meet new people through an informal setting. But we've also added some different programming, whether that be games like Tacos and Trivia or Spooky Singo, other elements to it to uh, kind of engage our young professionals in different ways. And another cool event that you all have, I think, started having every year, 
uh, is a joint Hooray Thursday with the Wamigo Young Professionals, right? Yeah, and we just had that uh, recently and had good attendance from both Wamigo and from Manhattan. I think we were about 50-50, so it was good to get both communities together and, and offer those connecting points. That turned out good. We're two years since our relaunch. How, how would you describe what that two years has been like? Well, as, as you mentioned, it launched right before the pandemic hit. So we've we've been very appreciative of our wonderful volunteers and our dedicated young professionals that have kind of helped us through the unknowns of the pandemic. And of course, the leadership of Tara Grubb, we were able to stay nimble and keep our young professionals engaged. Uh, we officially launched a paid membership in January and are kind of using what we've learned over the past few months to continue to create value and content to help engage more of our young professionals. And I thought it was real exciting. I, I got a report uh, just a couple of weeks ago that we're well over 100 members. So congratulations. That's and still adding. You took over as chair of Hype this year. You mentioned Tara. Tara had uh, served as chair of the Hype group for two, the two years after the relaunch. Uh, and that's a two-year term. So what are some of your priorities for your time as chair of the Hype committee? Well, it may sound a little boring, but my priorities for the first year are to create a, a structure and sustainability. And I don't mean that in financial because we have great investors. We have dedicated resources to help hype and, and we're so thankful for them. But what I mean is that we need to have a, a clear future plan for hype so we can adequately communicate the value to our young professionals and to their employers. My goal is to clearly outline the programming, the value to members and what to expect from hype. With the unknowns of the pandemic, we weren't really able to do that in the past because things were always evolving and changing. But now we're able to plan out this year's programming, focus on what's working well, and then start to expand in 2023. So having that clear message of the value of hype helps in recruiting young professionals to engage them and employers to invest uh, through investing in, in a membership for hype. Although we have amazing help, chamber staff, Dina, Amber, Kara, it's also volunteers that really fulfill that mission of hype. So creating that sustainable model for volunteers to engage will help us be prepared for the future. Then in year two, I really want to, you know, take this foundation that we've set over the past few years and really grow it, expand our hype membership, further engage employers, offer valuable programming connections for our young professionals. And the committee is about 12 people. And yeah. so the one other thing I do want to mention, um, as the chair of HYPE, you also serve on the chamber board. And that was something that the chamber board of directors thought was very important on the relaunch is creating an automatic seat on the board for the HYPE chair. And that's so that, that we always make sure that our young professionals have a voice within our leadership. So thank you for agreeing to do that. Amber, you do a lot in the organization outside of HYPE in terms of, of trying to attract and retain talent to the community. How does hype factor into our community's talent attraction strategy? Yes. So in my role at the chamber, I serve within our economic development team as the talent strategies coordinator. We work to attract talent to the Manhattan area as a key part of our economic development strategy. And to help encourage growth for our young people and within the community, I serve as the staff liaison for hype. So in my role, I'm engaging student college graduates and transitioning military to share about the immense opportunity that exists in Manhattan. We are utilizing a new online resource and toolkit to help accomplish this called Made for Manhattan. And within this tool, it highlights opportunities, community information, attractions, and other helpful resources to assist people new in the Manhattan area, resources and organizations just like HYPE. 
So the presence of a thriving young professionals program is really important because people want to go where there is vibrancy. They want to go where there is growth and advancement. And young people want to be in a community where they can experience life with other young professionals um, in a similar stage of life as them. So when you come to the Manhattan community, I, I don't think that it will take long to see some of these amazing characteristics. Of course, as we did some of our research through this process, we figured out that people who either stayed in Manhattan or relocated to Manhattan, the chances of them staying longer dependent on their connecting to the community. And that's one of the things that we are hoping that HYPE can help with is connect young people, young adults to the community. And so um, that's a really important part. So some of the other uh, talent attraction efforts you have, you you attend job fairs and and so you're carrying the message of Manhattan to, to a greater region than just the community. Yes, that's correct. We're really um, promoting Manhattan in a multi-state area. So it's been really, really fun to connect with a lot of young people and share about Manhattan and what a great place it is to grow and to live in. Stephanie, we've talked before about you're a very important part of our economic development team uh, in a number of areas. So you do a lot of work in entrepreneurship and and um, and also attracting new companies. But why is the success of Hype critical to the long-term economic prosperity of Manhattan? Almost all of our economic development projects or in working with entrepreneurs as well, one of the major factors is that talent pipeline. So if a company wants to locate or expand in Manhattan, they need employees. Hype can be a critical piece of a company's success in hiring and retaining talent. By getting their young professionals involved in the community, they're able to form those connections and, like Amber mentioned, are more likely to stay. Adding a benefit like Hype to an employee's hiring packet allows those young professionals the opportunity to engage with others in the community, form friendships, get involved, and that'll in turn hopefully create a long-term talent pool that stays in Manhattan. I thought it was interesting at our, our recent a leaders retreat. We had Paul Hughes with the state of Kansas, who's now the deputy secretary of the Department of Commerce. And he mentioned that when he was being recruited from Arizona to take that position, that the first question he asked was, how many graduates are you losing every year? And the secretary, who's also the lieutenant governor, David Tolan, answered, you know, they did a study and they think it's about 15,000. And, and he decided to take the job because of how large the number was, because in his mind, that was a great pipeline of talent to be able to attract back and take jobs. And in his words, that site selectors and companies are looking for that pool of talent that they can bring in and not just have to move it from one business to another. And so I thought that was a that was an interesting message and, and something that definitely fits into what our strategies are around some of the things that Amber is doing and then also through Hype. So uh, we mentioned earlier that that you are now on the chamber board and was just curious, what message are you carrying to the leadership uh, from the young professional community in Manhattan? So I think what my message is, is, is simple. We have amazing young professionals that are or or are emerging as leaders, and we need to engage them now. We need to put them in roles and opportunities that really allow them to shine and be involved because these are the next leaders of Manhattan. Well, and once again, we appreciate you being willing to do that. You have a lot You have a lot on your plate, both work and at home. You have a young child, correct? Yep, three-year little boy. Yeah, so um, that's, that's a commitment, and, and what you're doing is a commitment, and, and that's something 
that we obviously are very grateful for. So thank you. So now we are at the part of the show that that I think is quickly becoming a fan favorite. Uh, and that's the rapid fire questions. We have 10 questions here that we will give to you and you will answer as quickly as you can and uh, get to know a little bit more about Stephanie Pierce. Are you ready? You think you can handle this? I think I can handle it. Here we go. Number one, what is something that people often find surprising about you? I am actually a black belt in Taekwondo. That is a good thing to know. Now I'll know not to make you mad. <laughs> Man, that is, that is, uh, that's great information to have. I didn't even know that. And we're, I work with her fairly regularly. So now I'm definitely going to be a little more careful. Uh, what are you currently reading or what is your favorite book? Um, so I am currently uh, reading Bill Snyder, My Football Life and the Rest of the Story, because I grew up coming and watching Bill Snyder coach football teams. And that's my one of my things. I still need to read that. What is your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. So why? Why is Thanksgiving your favorite holiday? Food. I like to eat. What advice would you give the – now, see, this is – usually we're asking these, this, this question of like 50 and 60-year-old people, but I feel like you were just 19. But I'm going to ask this well, question. Well, I'm a little older. What advice would you give the 19-year-old you? I would tell myself to stop looking into the future and enjoy the now. That's good advice. What three words describe living in Manhattan and you can't say stuck? I'm not okay. stuck here. Okay. I love it here. The three words I would describe Manhattan are unique active, and family. What TV sitcom family would you want to be part of? Well, this one might age me a little bit. So I said the Tanners on Full House. What is your favorite pet? I am a dog lover. I love all my dogs, past and present. Can't just pick one. All right. Samsung, Apple, or other? Apple. Favorite meal? I'm a steak and potatoes kind of gal. Okay. I thought it might be Thanksgiving, but uh, <laughs> that's, that's a good Kansas answer. Texting or talking? Definitely texting. Stephanie, thank you so much for being with us today. And, and again, thank you for your leadership at the Chamber. And Amber, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you. And we will look forward to seeing great things out of our hype program. Thanks for listening to this episode of Think MHK, a podcast produced by the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce. If you enjoyed the Think MHK podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe and share it out on your social media channels. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce.